Hello there, and welcome to episode number 12 of Beer and Biceps. My name as ever is Todd Davis. I'm Matt Smith. Um, and we are here today to speak to you about several different subjects uh, throughout this podcast. Although, however, the first subject that should be addressed is how are you doing, Matthew? I'm doing all right. Um, I'm not having a best of time with estate agents. No, yeah. it's not even estate agents. It's landlords that piss me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, oh yes, you're thinking of sorry that's, moving. I <laughs> I am very much thinking. Everyone else yeah, yeah, is yeah. thinking against it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Matt, stay here forever. That's it. You love paying over the price rent. <laughs> um, yeah, for real. But other than that, life is fine. Um, going to Germany Oktoberfest in like two weeks. Oh now. man, that should be. Pretty damn good. Are you? I was chatting to your dad about this. Are you going with dad? Aren't you? Sorry, yes. Dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, have you booked somewhere? You're going to the main place. I can't remember what you actually. Do you know what? Turn my, up in Germany. And my dad did everything. Yeah. Um, that was a mistake. My mum said that from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> he is so blasé about it. I mean, he's kind of a bit like how you remind me in yeah. that sort of like you just stop worrying about it. Everything will work out, and it does yeah. for you and him. <laughs> Me, <laughs> whenever I think that something goes horribly wrong, yeah. um, and I think that the more wound up you get over that sort of stuff, the more it affects you, and yeah. it's just a self fulfilling prophecy. Just living the carefree life, yeah, <laughs> that we do. You live forever. <laughs> I'm dead at forty. Is it you're going to Munich itself? Is it? Or yep, um, going to the main one. Yeah. Um, and yeah, apparently you don't book tickets for it. You just turn up and queue you right. can like book yourself a, t- a seat at the table which is a good idea but it's also very expensive and if yeah. you just turn up you should be able to get a seat anyway yeah, yeah. um but i'd rather stand than do any <laughs> organization um we've got a hotel um possibly flights <laughs> but i, I keep well, saying you need? you need my passport information to put in the flights don't yeah. you? and he's like i'm sure i will at some point i'm like well it's very like, very close yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i've had a different passport since then <laughs> like Stay away from immigration. Yeah, Always yeah, yeah, one yeah. step ahead. <laughs> um, well, no, cool. I'm, I'm sure that will go swimmingly for you. Mm. Um, so <laughs> today we're going to uh, be talking about, uh, like I said, a couple of things. So, um, firstly, the beer that we're going to be drinking today, um, or speak to yourself. Oh, finished drinking. It. <laughs> yeah, which you're going to need to speed through this podcast because I need to stop Matt from drinking it all. Um, uh, but we're as you saying that reminded me, I hadn't drunk for like three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's going down very well. This is. Bacchus, I think I'm saying that right, Bacchus, um, which is a Belgian uh, beer, a Belgian cherry beer. I just realised that with the thing of Bacchus, if you've ever seen it, it comes in sort of like a paper packaging, yeah. which you're probably hearing in like stereo sound now, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, we you... kind of just, in our haste to get to the beers, we ripped them up and yeah. now we have no information on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's going down really, really well. Um, this yeah. one has been supplied our shit to our share my little story now because we were uh, originally we were going to be going over to yours you had a beer lined up um one reason led to another couldn't happen so we've ended up doing over at mine i didn't have any beer my uh dad was out and i asked him if he could pick up uh, a couple of beers for me and he said to me which beer do you want and i said dealer's choice and he went huh i never heard of that beer before and i was like no no, no. i meant like you choose and he was like Oh, <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> so, uh, so, but, but, happily enough, he's come across these ones, which he said he's he's drunk before, um, and just said, yeah, if we want to give him a go. But it's a it's a cherry beer, which I'll be going into uh, in a bit of detail uh, later on, and it is bloody lovely. It's fantastic. <laughs> I'm really surprised because um, it's a uh, creek beer, um, which are quite similar to. 
Well, the thing is, I assumed they were quite similar to Lambic beers, mm. which are my number one most hated beer. Yeah. But this is so far from a Lambic beer that, obviously, I'm not the beer expert uh, that I thought I was, because I'd never claimed to be that. <laughs> um, but it's just really, really nice. It smells exactly like cherries, yeah. and it tastes exactly like cherries, and it's not sickening. It's not like... Yeah artificially sweet like you'd get from uh, you know like a Magnus or a yeah. uh, Strongbow Dark Cider or something like that Bruley <laughs> Bruley is a finely crafted <laughs> beer oh. a lot of history <laughs> um, yeah so we've got uh, so that's the beer that we're drinking I'll go through a bit, bit of a history about that and um, tasting notes um, we're also going to be talking about sleep um, kind of how that works within well fitness regimes how important it is i think we we, we touched upon this subject controversially i would times, say it is more important than exercise what? I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah we've got a lot to go through with sleep and we've got a little bit on the end as well we're going to be talking about our most overrated beers um which should be in it's just really difficult we actually re- we actually worked on this yeah. one we like we, we put a shift in and it's really difficult for two beer lovers who have... We've got a lot of similar tastes. Yeah. We've also got very contrasting tastes. Like, There's a lot of beers that you like that I don't like. Yeah. And I think it's really difficult to have a unanimous opinion. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because yeah. every time I go, it, like, what about this, this beer one? is overrated, yeah. Todd would go, well, I love it. And <laughs> yeah. vice versa. Yeah. You said three and I've said three, which, which you went, but I really like that. And then yeah. I said, but I really like I that. I think it's important too. to note that just because we think they're overrated doesn't mean we don't like them. Yeah. Um, particularly uh, a couple of them where I just go, I really like that beer, yeah. but there's a palaver involved with it. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And I think that that's, yeah, exactly. I mean, we'll, we'll go through the rules yeah. of it. We're being so coy, aren't we? Yeah, I know, that's it. Well, <laughs> enticement. Um, so, best place to start off with then, I should probably say, is the sleep aspect of things, I think. Yeah? Yep. Or, if you think this beer can survive that long. <laughs> I, will, uh, there, I think there's another one in the fridge, actually, but but don't. Drink up, because I can't promise you that. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to be talking about sleep. Um, the Well, I should say, to kind of take it away. The first thing I'd be thinking about, I guess the first question I would ask anything to do with sleep is how much sleep should I have in a day? Um, it depends on your activity level. I mean, sleep is kind of where our bodies recharge, and um, if you're leaving a, leading a very sedentary life, mm. you, know, you you still need to recharge from that, and that's why sleep's so important, but you don't need to in the same way that a premiership footballer would. Yeah. Um, you'd be amazed at actually how much money the big teams like the Barcelona's, Real Madrid's, Manchester United, they've all um, spent fortunes on creating perfect sleep chambers for their players. You know, mm. That's how important sleep is to them. Like, they, they get... There's a guy who um, is sort of like a sleep expert and he gets paid fortunes by these people to assess the sleeping rooms and Mm. work out exactly how to do it. So they'll they'll sleep there, you know, eight, nine, ten hours, you know, at night. But they'll also have a post-workout nap, you know, just to increase their recovery. So um, there was a study by Ma et al., Ma and everyone else, I should explain. <laughs> not the... Uh, Ethel, not just the... <laughs> throwing some Latin in there for you. <laughs> Sounds like some Middle Eastern. Ma et al. <laughs> I, the thing is, Ma, um, I don't remember, I think it's a she, I can't remember what her first name is, yeah. but um, she's like quite big in the sleep and performance thing. Mm. Um, but uh, they they did studies on, uh, they did one study on college basketball players and one on college swimmers, and they yeah. found that 
getting nine to ten hours sleep was led to better performance, um, you know, better reaction time, better power, better but better mood and focus as well. Like there's just there's cognitive benefits and there's physical benefits, um, and that was on nine to ten hours sleep. Uh, and these people, you know, they're peak fitness mm. and they're still benefiting from extra sleep. So imagine what it would do to I don't know. Us, <laughs> but um, if you're not exercising like at a high level, I'd say seven, eight, nine hours is good. Yeah. Um, there, there are so many benefits to good sleep and so many negatives to bad sleep that it's really not something you want to push. Yeah. That being said, um, not everyone's the same. I think um, there, there are some people who just basically can live on no. I think Vince McMahon, only you know the uh, w- yeah commissioner. Oh, yeah. I think he only got like four to six, at four to five hours a night. Yeah, you know, and he lives on that. If you look at the guy, he's in amazing shape. He runs an incredible business, so his physical, you know, fitness is right yeah. up there. His um, his business uh, acumen, yeah, well, his, his uh, cognitive <laughs> yeah, abilities yeah. are right up there. And I think when I read that article, it was it wasn't like a scientific journal or anything. It was just like a you know these crazy things that and it was just like and science has no reason why no explanation as to why that is so yeah there are some people if if you have been living on four hours sleep and you wake up absolutely fine every morning mm. then maybe you are an exception but even then you could probably still benefit even Vince yeah. McMahon could probably benefit from that extra sleep yeah. you know he could have got even bigger yeah I was <laughs> just thinking there's loads of people in time that are like insomniacs aren't they do you know what I mean and yeah. uh, wasn't Ernest Hemore had like two hours sleep a night and Thomas Edison I think only slept like a couple of hours I think Einstein as well yeah and then, but yeah. usually people see that as a way of going well these guys are really smart so they obviously that's <laughs> what I need to do I won't have any sleep and then I'll be super brainy and but the thing is it's, it's, it, it sounds so ridiculous to go well maybe Einstein would be smarter if he slept more but maybe he would and there's yeah. no way of proving it either way you know like you go yeah he reached this level of intelligence but maybe he was only ever working at 80 percent, and he was that much of a genius um so i and you know he's dead so (laughs) (laughs) so he's the real whereas i'm alive (laughs) one nil me (laughs) apologies to einstein and his family i love the guy i'm sure he's a really nice chap do you know what he was like a absolute sexual deviant like. I, I was reading something which came up on his TV series because there's a TV series which is about him now like a fiction like, what do you know what I mean like a I watched something the hell out of that was it okay yeah yeah but they were saying that it kind of touched upon those types of subjects where most people wouldn't go there I remember talking to a girlfriend about uh, a fiance uh, about um, Walt Disney uh, and you know and like again the the backstory to him like is amazing it's incredible like and everyone kind of thinks that he's he's either a really good guy or he's a really really evil guy. And you're like, it's, it's neither. He's just a normal guy, and stuff bad stuff happened yeah. to him, and good stuff happened to him. And he made some poor choices, and he happened to make some really good choices, you know. But like, kind of listening to that kind and of shades story, of grey that nobody seems to yeah like understand it, at all. Exactly, that's it. You're you're either super nice or you're a complete evil bastard. Yeah. Is is that kind of go between? When actually when you kind of see it all that is a total digression I don't get too philosophical but I think that a lot of the world's problems would end if people stopped seeing in that sort of good and bad philosophy and I think that's one of the things we've got in common is that we're perfect (laughs) (laughs) what are the odds (laughs) because we get our eight hours of sleep that's that's what it is that's another benefit of sleep actually just perfection (laughs) yeah yeah Um, so okay I'm just thinking then so going back on to sleep as you 
perfectly bright to the back to it as well. Um, I mean, can one sleep too much? Do you know what I mean? Could I... I, could I, I remember hearing something about, oh, yeah, that actually mm. sleeping too much is bad for you. Mm. But that was one of those things where you read it in a paper and they were like, you know, scientists say, yeah. like, do they? Could you give us a name, a reference, you know, and link to that article? Because, Dr. S. Howell's around here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, I... I can imagine that if you're if you slept like ridiculous amounts, it you, you wouldn't be getting enough exercise and mm. you wouldn't be eating well and your metabolism would be quite slow. So yeah, I, I'm sure there is too much, but I think that's more about lying around doing nothing sure. yeah, than yeah. actual high quality sleep. You know, you, you you once you've hit that perfect amount of sleep, your body will eventually wake you up. Yeah, like yeah. if you then lie down or take sleeping pills yeah then yeah you're probably pushing yourself into an unhealthy sort so of thing when you think you know like you have those kind of moments in the day where you just i don't know like you know there's that kind of instinct to kind of go oh you've, you've done nothing today why are you tired or anything like that but you have those moments when you are say it's like two in the afternoon or something like that maybe you've had the day off and you've not done anything you went to bed early the night before and then you're sitting in front of the tv and then you suddenly start to feel droopy again you're like oh, just like, i really think i need to sleep but i haven't done anything yeah you know i mean is that i mean is that your body really just saying to yourself that you do need yeah get C- some can't be honest you, yeah. like and a lot of people are going to hate me more for this yeah but well a lot of people hate you already yeah i know yes, yeah, yeah. I'm saying that, like, it's not more people are going to hate me it's just the people who do yeah. hate me which i assume is a lot <laughs> it's going to push them further but yeah. because i work you know because i'm self-employed and i work from home yeah, that's why I just want to say that. <laughs> Pretty sweet. <laughs> but because of that, yeah. I I tend to get a lot of sleep. Yeah. I never get that. The only time I get that is if I'm hungover yeah. and it's been like, you know, I've gone out on a Saturday night and it's the sun, you know, something like yeah. that. I, but I genuinely, I never get that post-lunch slump. Or I never yeah. get any, I yeah, used yeah. to get that all the time. Like when I was working or at school, I used to get it terribly. Like, and when you think about it, of course you did because you're getting up at like 7am and then you're yeah. leaving the really hectic you know school session and yeah. all that sort of stuff and you're having your lunch and then afterwards you were just you're in that sort of position yeah head on your you know you're falling asleep because like. the thing i always used to find i kind of still do sometimes now is if i have a like it's it's classic and having like a big lunch do you know what i mean so for example if i i mean the amount of times when i was at my old job and i'd go out for like a like a kfc for lunch or something like that yeah well. so i'd get i'd, I'd be up at early i'd be up at like seven ish then you you know, make your off into the office and then you're in there for nine, have a lunch at about one o'clock, have a big old KFC, because obviously you're going to go for the large meal and etc. And, you know. <laughs> but then you come back and then you've got that kind of two o'clock till five. Throwing your contactless card yeah. casually <laughs> against the thing. <laughs> I'll have it all, Rodrigo, you say to the guy called Fred. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? You've got that kind of couple of hours... And you do, your energy levels are just sapped. And I'm like, oh, I just I just don't want to do anything. You know? But then, but strangely, like about six-ish, it's almost like you're looking forward to get out of that door. And then when you're out of the door, you wake up a little bit more and you're kind of... I, I don't know. Is that, again, is that more maybe the mentality of yourself going, you know, you need to... Well, when, when you, you eat, you get um, an increase in a hormone called leptin, which is basically the hormone that tells you you're full and that can also lead to you feeling tired you get a bunch of other hormones that are released Mm. and if you sort of play into that sort of thing where you're sort of like sitting down and you know you you go every time I have a big lunch I get really really tired and that's happening again I I would say that 
if you had a really, really big lunch and then it was double PE afterwards, yeah. you might find that you weren't in that sort of yeah, thing, yeah, you sure. know. Um, but they don't do that at work. No, and no, if they no. did, I would be there. They'd have more PE. Do they, is that the thing in, like, um, Japan and places like that as well? They do... They do double PE. No, no, they do double <laughs> PE. But there's the whole exercise thing. And I don't know... If, I don't know... It's one of those types of things I've seen on TV and I have no yeah, idea if it actually like happens two places in Japan do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if it is, I think that's a really good idea. Like, why wouldn't you do some exercise during the day? Like, come up at one o'clock in the afternoon and, right, let's go out and have a run or something. Yeah. Back in the office and carry on for the rest of the day. Do some traditional Japanese sports. Yeah. Baseball or sumo wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Cool. Um, So, yeah, that kind of covers my afternoon naps. No, that is what I wanted to ask. There are a couple of the questions which I have jotted down here, but something just came to my mind. Um, Going on to diets so we're going to see what like, I guess the effects on sleep or the effects of sleep with my diet as well yeah. um, but also something which just springs to my mind is what if I ate let's say I uh, let's say okay I've gone out and I've gotten back quite late and uh, I've ended up having to nip off down the road and eat at about like nine-ish or something like that and I did it nine half nine and I've literally eaten it and gone oh, I'm straight to bed now is that going to have an adverse effect on my diet? Because I've heard some people say that actually, if you eat just before you go to bed, you don't have enough time to burn off. Oh, yeah. Um, no, it's not true. Uh, people seem to think of that as a nice little trick that you can just sort out and, mm. oh, yeah, so don't eat late and you'll be fine. Um, but they're looking way too short term. Mm. Um, if you ate, you know, Say you're supposed to eat 2,000 calories a day and one day a year you ate 5,000 calories, would you become massively fat? No, because it's just one day. Because one day... I mean, it does matter a bit, but it doesn't matter too much in the grand scheme of things. Mm. So you've got to stop looking at like that calorie target of one day as everything. It's look at it from you know a week. Yeah. So um, if you ate too many calories and didn't burn them all off then, but you ate less calories the next day, it would work out quite well. Um, also, sleep actually does burn quite a few calories. Mm. Like, it's where your body does all the repairs, you know, from the day, especially if you've been working out. In fact, a lot of people take foods such as, like, um, cottage cheese or casein protein, you know, to, you know, fuel that repair whilst mm. you're sleeping because they say that, it, they you know, they combine quite well with sleep. Um, I mean, there was a study on taking casein protein just before bed actually led to better muscle recovery the next day. Right. So, um, that, you know, this idea that your body does nothing just because you sleep is not true. You've still got your um, basal metabolic rate, which is the amount of calories you're burning just doing nothing. They're, yeah, they're, yeah. That's still there, and it's a large part of your metabolism. Um, but, what you know, like, people wake up after eight hours of not eating anything but still doing all that stuff, and, you know, what's the first thing you feel? Hungry. Yeah, and why yeah. is that? You know, if you... You know, if you'd had so much food the last... If you've ever had, like, a ton of food the night before yeah. you, and you still feel full, then, yeah, I get that. But just the timing of it doesn't really matter that much. Um, I think that there's a, a couple of psychological things about it that late-night eating... Ugh, no, it's it's the snacking, you know, because you might eat more or something like that, but it just doesn't make sense. Like, mm. I would have thought... Like, if you look at the healthiest diets in the world is the Japanese one and it's the Mediterranean diet and what are the Mediterranean people best known for it's a big meal 
in at lunchtime mm. and then a small meal quite late at night. You know, they, they don't yeah. rush their food. No. They eat, they take ages to serve that's it. Best, that's the, you know, when, when we went over to um, Spain and it's like, oh, a lot of places whenever I've gone, like, in Italy as well, you, like, restaurants were closed down until, like, Eight or nine. Yeah, they don't open up. Like, what yeah. are you doing here? Don't you like walking in? All, all the Brits are there. Yeah, like, exactly. And we're all like gone by seven yeah. o'clock. And yeah. you walk in at half seven, and there's like what you know, or or you would find loads of places just closed, and you're like, oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. But then that, like you said, if that's one of the healthiest diets, and yet those people are eating extremely late. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Mm. Um, weight loss is all about calories in versus calories out. Mm. So it doesn't matter when you eat it during the day, so long as you get the amount of calories that you're supposed to be hitting as long as you burn more calories mm. um so you could have all of your food just before bed if you wanted to it wouldn't make a difference to fat loss um it would in fact in a way that's just basically intermittent fasting yeah. which loads of people do you know it's going for big periods of not eating and then periods where you do eat so it doesn't matter mm. um do what you suits you best i think that if you're eating like personally if you eat your dinner at 6pm but you go to bed at 1am every night you're probably more likely to snack just yeah. by the fact that you've had you know a massive gap between eating your dinner and going to bed so yeah, if yeah. anything eating too early would be bad but that's just me and i know that that's what i would do so mm. i would have my dinner a bit later yeah but it doesn't really matter um but yeah so what what have we got next uh, i was gonna say yeah so um talking about effects effects of sleep um on so what effective sleep on performance yeah so we kind of touched that on that earlier with um ma and yes. her many research colleagues yeah <laughs> um uh, yeah so basically it's just fantastic um it improves your power it improves um, agility it improves reaction time it can improve endurance um it lowers fatigue which obviously is going to improve all the all the above as well um it will improve your mood it will improve how you think about things the decision making which especially if you're playing a sport that's yeah. massive like if you're playing football you will think faster you'll make decisions quicker so you know all of those things are amazing the downsides of having bad sleep is that you'll be much more tired so you'll be able to exercise less you'll be able to um, there'll be less power, you'll have less motivation, you won't be able to think as clearly. So it's a very clear, if you want to play well the next day at your you know, Saturday football game or Sunday football game, whatever yeah. it is you crazy <laughs> kids do, yeah. um, have good sleep. And this it sounds like, you know, well, obviously, but how many people do it? You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I always talk. Like I used to have a client, he played uh, Sunday league, but he used to work um, nights. So he'd be getting home at... 6 a.m. going to bed for like three or four hours and then playing football at midday yeah, and you're yeah. like how are you even functioning like yeah it must be he, he was very he was young so that probably helped a bit mm. but you won't be playing anywhere near as well and if it's just yeah um you don't do well in exams if you're sleep deprived you don't do well at work yeah. or you won't do well in the gym you won't do well mm. on the sports field does that somehow tie into stress then where we're saying that like do you know what i mean so because my thought is sometimes if I've got like a nervous, say, I don't know, I did exams like the other year and like when I was doing a bunch of exams the night before my exam, 
you know, naturally you're getting a little bit more nervous, you're like, oh, and yeah. a little bit more stressed out, and then therefore I wouldn't sleep as much because I'd be, you know, yeah. I'm going to go to bed at 10, you know, because you've got to make sure that you're bright and ready for the morning, but I don't actually fall asleep till 2, and most of that time is me kind of going, but what if I fail? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, I think that would be, that's quite short-term stress. I, I, yeah. I don't think, that because I'm... Um... We're gonna. I want to go into this, but like, there's you know, there's long term mm. stress, which you know, you're just stressed all the time, and then there's that sort of short term, which I think it was probably more that your mind was just active, you were yeah. thinking about things, and there was yeah, a bit yeah. of stress, um, and that yeah, that's that's gonna, you know, leave you lead you to not being able to fall asleep, um, but then you're not really putting yourself in the perfect environment for sleep, you know, like when people talk about you know, like all lights off, no electronic equipment meditating before you go to sleep all these things that i'd never do yeah um, you know all those things you could you could fight that sort of thing but if it's like an exam or something it might just happen mm. um in which case caffeine <laughs> next yeah. day caffeine caffeinate yourself yeah, to the yeah. top <laughs> yeah. um but long-term stress is is a bit of a nightmare really and if you i'm sure that if you correlated insomnia and stress they would be very very there would be very very high relationship um long-term stress um leads to an increase in cortisol mm. um you know a stress hormone uh, which can negatively affect sleep and can lead to insomnia and can lead to all that sort of stuff um and also bad sleep tends to increase cortisol mm. so as you can imagine like the 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 more stressed you are the less you sleep and the less you sleep the less you sleep, the more stressed you become yeah. again. And with the other things we're going to touch on, it's it's always the same. Like, something bad happens that affects sleep, and then sleep compounds the problem. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I think yeah. that a lot of the reason why people become obese is because they get caught into one of these cycles. Mm. And the next one we're going to talk about is diet. And yeah. um, people who are overweight tend to be more stressed, tend to have more cortisol, and tend to sleep worse. Mm. If you have a bad night's sleep, um, you know, leptin we talked about earlier, yeah, which yeah. Um, makes you feel full after a meal, um, That the, num- the number of leptin that is produced drops, so it means that you need to eat more food to get that feeling of fullness. Right. Um, I, always, I always think about this, like, if I was going to do a competitive eating competition, I would give myself the worst night's sleep beforehand, yeah, because yeah. that leptin would go, and that's what stops you from just gorging Go, yourself, yeah, you know, yeah. if it wasn't a hormonal thing, you would be able to eat and eat and eat until you threw up, like, you know, it's just, that, it's, a, it's a... Do you think maybe that's where, like, you know, you got, like, the world hot dog eating championships and stuff. Joey Chestnut won it this year. I don't know if you nice. know but like, gee, maybe that's the thing. Do you know what I mean? There's sorts of guys sitting there going, actually, yeah. They, in, they, they've got to be something in there to go, right, well, your stomach no longer goes. Yeah, they, they, I think that they tend to eat so fast as well yeah. that it probably before the signals can actually get sure. there. Yeah. But they, and they do loads of tricks, but yeah, it could very well be. They could all be in yeah. some It's all like those minor games. I think yeah. Um, but also, um, another thing that happens when you have bad night's sleep is... Um, ghrelin which is the hormone that um uh, stimulates appetite so it yeah. makes you hungry um that actually increases so not only is it taking you more food to feel full but you're also hungrier more yeah. so you're going to eat and a third thing that happens when you sleep bad is and um, they did a study saying that people who sleep bad and have a bad night's sleep they tend to they tend to search for more pleasurable things mm. the next day so if you've had a really really bad night's sleep and you're preparing your breakfast mm. 
are you going to go for the donut or are you going to go for the healthy bran flakes with semi-skimmed milk and a banana? Yeah. Sleeping mind, you are going to go for the donut, partly because um, your brain is targeting, I need high-calorie food, I need the energy, so I'm going to go for loads of calorie-dense foods, but also just from the... I need something to cheer me the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it happens, with, you know, it, it can be loads of things. Um, like, what are you, if, when I work from home, so if I've had a really bad night's sleep, what am I going to do is I'm going to get up and work straight away or am mm. I going to go, you know, Netflix is a click of a button away. Yeah. Why don't I just watch a whole series? And I can promise you, I will go for that Netflix. Even yeah, if yeah. I've got like a deadline that day, it's my stupid brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you think about all of that, you've got your... Yeah, increased hunger, you've got your lack of satiety, lack of fullness, you've got your searching for higher calorie foods and wanting nicer foods, and you've got your increased stress, partly because you're stressing out about what you've just eaten, partly because, you know, your cortisol levels are rising, Um, and all of that is contributing to weight gain, Mm. and the more weight you gain, the worse your sleep gets. Um, also another thing that I'm going to br- touch briefly upon is testosterone yeah. um, bad night's sleep lowers testosterone um, there's loads of studies on this but mm. um, especially with uh, the elderly um, that, uh, they do loads of studies I don't know why on elderly Asian men and erections don't ask me why yeah. I've got loads of them <laughs> all on file um, but every time it's about morning libido levels but also morning testosterone because the right. two are connected and people who have bad night's sleep have lower testosterone um, testosterone is what helps you build muscle helps you burn fat people with high testosterone tend to be thinner right. so you've got all these things I've just mentioned before plus your testosterone is dropping so that's going to lower your mood and you can see how this would all snowball into obesity Yeah. once you become obese that's where it really gets difficult because that leptin we talked about you become resistant to it Mm. so it means that you need to eat more and more and more because even though you've got leptin coming even if you have a good night's sleep um that leptin's not doing as much yeah yeah so you're really really screwed and i that's why i always feel sorry for obese people when people when they say i'm trying but it's not working and most of the time i'll say are you sleeping right they'll say no and it's like well, that's your Start problem. There, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and how do, how do you get an insomniac to sleep more? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so when I say sleep is like more important than exercise, I genuinely believe that. Mm. I think that would be the number one thing to do. I didn't mention it much when I was a personal trainer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why spend thirty five pound an hour when you could sleep? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I do get away from me. <laughs> yeah. And there are yeah, loads yeah. and loads and loads of benefits yeah, of exercise, sure, yeah. and I don't think it should be an evil or all situation. No, totally. What we're not saying is you got to go again. Like I said last time, when I was trying to figure out ways I could eat, just eat yeah. curries or whatever. Yeah, you know I mean, be absolutely fine. It's it's not that kind of you go back home, sleep as much as you want, and you'll probably lose weight. It's like it's it it's again, it helps in it. It's, it's yeah. all that factor. And also, you have to like adjust to your body's signals. Like I could have a bad night's sleep and not overeat. Yeah. I could do that. I could. And that's why calorie counting is so good, by the way, because it makes you stick to it. You know, so you can you can fight that. Do you ever hear like you know people said, "Oh, don't have diet drinks because they make you eat more. They make yeah. you hungrier." Yeah, yeah. One that's absolute bollocks. And I've done like loads of articles on aspartame. It doesn't yeah. do that. But even if it did, it only matters if you then mindlessly ate. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Interesting stuff. <sighs> 
holding back <laughs> many more of those to come well there you go I think that's um, all those ones covered from there should we should we chat about this beer so yes. you can actually drink it <laughs> so I can relax you get very good food sometimes though actually going like I can see you not wanting to take a sip no wanting to take I know it, my hand went to it so many times yeah, yeah, yeah. because I was consciously fighting my impulses <laughs> There you go. It can be done, people. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm almost finished. Yeah. <laughs> now tuck in, big man. Um, so, yeah, so we are drinking a Bacchus, Bacchus beer, which, as I mentioned, is a Belgian cherry beer. A Flemish red-brown style, don't you know? Um, I don't know what that means, really. I mean, no, I'm not sure. But, but it's, it's cherry red in colour. Yeah, I mean, that's it. it it's it, Yes, it's very, very red. I like, suppose you could see it's brown. I think you can actually. It genuinely just looks like. <laughs> oh, I just say, we're in we're in your dad's office right yeah. now, um, which is like in the garden. I just have this image of him walking past, and we're just holding, holding these glasses. glasses. Like, yeah. Like, oh, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, it just looks like literally like a cherry skin. It's yeah, it's insane. It is. It's um. It, it, it's cherry. It's cherry red, isn't it? I was gonna say almost almost like red wine, almost like blood red to a degree or something. But it's no, it's definitely, it's definitely cherries. And the smell of it is fantastic. Uh, like the minute we poured it, I remember you were saying like, you, you well, go on. Yeah, well, I was just saying when you have a, you know, when you have like a, I don't know what I, you expected me to say, but I was gonna say, you know, when you have like a cherry yogurt. Mm. It's exactly that. You know that sort of yeah. Taste and smell, and you just go. This is awesome. Yeah. This is much nicer. Than that wasn't real what cherries. I was going to say. Yeah. Gonna say, you just mentioned that you smelt it and went, oh, "That smells really good." But then you're saying, "But because we talked about lambic beers beforehand," and the minute I said, "Oh, it's like a, it's like a sweet and sour type beer," you're like, oh, "Bollocks!" Isn't it? <laughs> I really don't. Really, you're like, "It smells so good that I'd almost leave it there because I don't want to try it and go, oh, it's yeah. awful." But I actually tried it and went, "No, it's it's, it's not sour lambic. at all." That's that's the difference. Like yeah. a lambic beer is so sour, it's. It's like eating a sours. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, you know, in that sort of thing, and you go, this is kind of nice, but also it's kind of awful. Yeah. You know, that's sort of, like, mm. when I have, when I ever have those sweets, I'm just like, this is kind of, I can kind of see why people like it, but yeah. I wish it was just normal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Lambic's like worse because it's a drink. <laughs> I, I can't describe it. It's... Do you want to know the reason why you're drinking it so quickly and you're saying, actually, it's really, really nice? It's just one of the things I mentioned in here that it is an absolutely excellent thirst quencher. It's a real kind of type of drink that you could just almost session. I mean, I'd say session. It's like what do we say? It was five point something percent beer? Five point eight. Be dangerous. It'd be a dangerous session, but it's so drinkable, isn't it? It's just one of those ones that if you, I don't know, on a hot day as it has been today, it's going now. Do you know what? I could see myself having two of them Mm. and then calling it a day. But then I'd, I'd imagine it'd be really difficult. I think difficult I could to... drink a few of these. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> it'd be really difficult to transfer to regular yeah. beer afterwards. The, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. And the, the thing is, the only reason I'm going to say this is because I, when I've had certain types of fruit beers beforehand, um, things like Freely, which you mentioned earlier, anything like that as well, you know, I'd kind of drink it at first and go, yeah, it's not bad. I didn't mind it. But now I'll have something else. Or we went to, we went to Belgo's once, and I think I had like a banana beer there as well. And again, it's nice. It tastes okay. But that's me going, I'm right. Yeah. This, I'm looking forward to my second beer if it comes out, <laughs> if we have it, unless my dad's already drunk it. Already. Um, but <laughs> How you know, did he buy? Uh, he drunk four, but he said he was going to have one. We've got two each, and then it's a scramble to get the next one. So chug, chug down. <laughs> I can't really describe this to you, pod- dear podcast listeners, but Todd is literally on the balls of his feet, <laughs> <laughs> and I can just see he's making he's making darting eyes towards he his was. part. He's planning out his path yeah, yeah, yeah. to the fridge. Because all I can imagine you're thinking of is just your dad just going, "Well, this is drinkable," and then slowly getting up, <laughs> and you're just going. <laughs> 
um, so I mean a couple of things about this one it's uh, yes yeah, so it's a, a sweet and sour it's supposed to be the taste of it as well it's found around the uh, Flemish uh, Flemish towns of uh, Belgium's going to be horrendous but Kortrijk Kort, Kort and Roeselaar there you go um, and the reason that they are oh there's oh, yeah so it's kind of this type of brewing kind of increases the lifespan of the beer um, and what this brewing is called is mixed fermentation and what that is includes is basically the brewer is blending a quantity of kind of younger beer with old mature beer and then that creates the sourness from it and then that therefore kind of increases the lifespan of it because I mean like these types of oh, right. are like I suppose that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're 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 extending the life of young beer with of the beer. older beer. Yeah, thought, well, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. The older beer with the young beer. It's like uh, it's like a blood transfusion. Which <laughs> goes with the colour. Not sure that's how transfusions <laughs> work. I don't think you could take the young. Oh, well, maybe you could. Maybe you take well, younger. Didn't blood, didn't they oh, have that sort of thing that yeah. old people like? If if that was the case, yeah. it would completely change the dynamics of the world. Yeah, because it would be like old people who have a lot of money but not much time would suddenly be able to. <laughs> By young blood, which yeah. we're just pretty well, I say we, I'm yeah. 30. <laughs> which the younger producing. <laughs> Wish I had young blood. Um, uh, what else do I have now as well? Uh, yeah, the, the red brown. Kind of like a really creepy vampire there. <laughs> <laughs> the, the red brown colour uh, that you that we are drinking from is uh, actually comes from the coloured barley malts. There you go. So it's supposed to be like cherry skins or anything like that. And it was first introduced in 1955. Which oh, that's quite like then. I know, exactly. I mean, I'm looking at it and thinking it looks like so much more kind of like, classic. Like they've but... got like, um, instead of a bottle design, it's just um, a piece of paper yeah. that has got all the information on it that's just wrapped around the bottle. Around which, a normal, uh, normal which is really, green beer bottle. It's really cool. It also leads to quite a boring yeah, looking yeah, yeah. bottle. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, one sec. Hello. Ah, there you go. There. As if by magic, my father has walked in. Thank you very, very much. And we were just talking about how you were definitely going to finish that. Yeah. <laughs> are you? Are you gonna? What? What? Father, oh, I like what, the... for the podcast whilst you're here. What are your tasting notes on it so far? My tasting notes on this. This yeah. is dangerous time, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, it tastes wonderful, doesn't it? Let's be perfectly frank about it. It does. It's um. It's, it's like um. And it doesn't get worse. Like that's what we were saying. That a lot of this time you have this, and you go, "Oh, I couldn't drink any more of that." Oh I'd no, have no, one and I'm no, done. You, you but... could drink. You could drink a couple of these. Mm. Um, I think it would be quite difficult to have something after you know something that's like exactly a lager what I said. Yeah, yeah. It's, like it's like, that. like it's, it, that's the only order you can do for it, it, don't you? Yeah. I was yeah. like, I was like, if I've had too much beer, I could go to gin and tonic, but I couldn't do it the other way around. It, it's quite sweet. Hmm. I think. But not cloying. Like... No, no, not at all. Mm. Am I on your... Um, yes, you are. Oh, you are. Right. <laughs> oh dear. Get yeah, first yeah. guest podcaster. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yes. He well. didn't even know he was on it. <laughs> well, thank you very much for bringing that on in. That's yeah, all right. right. Cheers. Right. Yes, chin chin. Yeah. as well. Prost. <laughs> thank you. Sante. Mm. So, um, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a couple of things from the cherry beer itself. Um... It's brewed u- using Bacchus Aldebrin as a base. Um, its sourness and the slight touch of caramel from the roasted malt are impressive features. Uh, it has a beautiful balance between sweet and sour. And as it mentions here as well, in the nose you should detect ripe crichton cherries, while in the background it's the delicate sweet and sour, slightly wine-like character of the base beer, making for a vibrant aftertaste as a zesty thirst quencher. So they're saying you could taste a bit of 
like a wine like well it taste. says yeah the, uh, you should have a delicate uh, like i said the uh, the, the aroma is, is cherries in the background delicate sweet sour slightly wine like character of the base beer so uh, yeah you should it's i can kind of see it's like a wine <laughs> if wine yeah, tasted this good i'd drink with <laughs> <laughs> maybe you don't drink enough wine do you know what i actually have gone through phases of really liking wine and really not being interested at yeah. the moment i'm not that interested in it um i think beer is more versatile Said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so, well, yeah, if you do find it, I think we picked this up in Morrison's. Um, oh, it's everywhere now. Seriously, we are living in hallowed ties. Really, yeah, no, no, Because no. I, I, I was thinking that, because when my dad mentioned it, weren't they? Because oh, they got a really, really good selection now. I was like, well, I mean, of course they would do, because, like, a lot of people are kind of jumping onto the... Uh, the kind of beer bandwagon. I was reading about Waitrose, and they were getting rid of, like, a lot of kind of lagers they used to stock to make sure they have all these craft beer ones that people are drinking. Or Morrison's have a huge kind of of um, space left over for it. I was saying it's like now's the time that you want to be getting in there and drinking loads because it won't it's last. Know, it's been like, know. what, two years? It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was, yeah. there's always places you could get good beer from. And yeah. there's, you know, there's a lot of the beers I'm drinking now I've had before, you know, years, years yeah. back. Like, as we were talking about... Um, uh, our mate James said, you know, one of his favourite beers was Delirium Tremens. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had that when I was like 16, you know, because you could still buy it. Yeah. Like, it was just, no, nobody was really buying them. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. mean, I only got it because the bottle looked amazing sure. and I hated it. Yeah, yeah. Although now I think it's all right. But, well, yeah. I mean, the thing I think of is that when I go into shops now, the, the three probably major drinks that I can find are craft beers, um, gin uh, and Prosecco. Like those three over yeah. the last few years have been like huge. Whereas in flashback, what ten years ago, I, you wouldn't be able to find the uh, range no, was, that we've it was got. Always the, the the you know the biggest pack of Stella you could get. Yeah, the biggest, yeah, yeah, yeah. They still do that, but now you. Just, but it was more, it was more, yeah. more lager and probably more things like I don't know, maybe more sort of whiskey and things like that. Like you know, but uh, you know, it, it's you can see where where dynamics change, where yeah. we, where we go it's, off, and that's it's what I say. The best thing that's happened because of hipsters. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. Everyone makes fun of them, <laughs> but like but cash they've... in, cash in now. Do you know what I mean? Because like, because instead of this kind of, and this will be the way it'll be forever. It won't be. Like it will change, and it w- you will get to these points, and there's certain ones you go, oh, I really wouldn't mind drinking that, and it will be. Not impossible, but more difficult to yeah. get. But if you are around well, those such places, is, it's good to get to. If I was making a forecast, I'd say that pubs are going to go down and down and down. There'll still be a pub. It's yeah. not like it's ever going to go away. But they're going to, you know, they're they're struggling, and there's just so much better choice, and it's so so much cheaper. It's yeah, ridiculously yeah. cheap, and they've got like the beer ordering services. Like I um I ordered um I got my dad the. You know the Quok um, yeah, yeah. Belgian beer, which came with like the little with the yeah. Wooden... So I bought the, we bought the stand, and I was yeah. like, it was the day before we were leaving, and I was like, well, let's just buy. It. So I went to Beerhawk, um, plug, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, ordered a Quok, and I was like, oh, it's you know, it's five pound delivery for a two pound fifty bottle. I better get myself a couple of Duvel beers in a glass. Yeah, yeah. Which Whilst spoilers, yeah, 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 <laughs> that's yeah, getting yeah. drunk on this show. Yeah. Um, but uh, so you know, and and they. They said, oh, yeah, it'll be about three days. I was like, it's a shame that, you know, we're not going to be able to bring it up for my dad to drink out of. Um, but it turned up the next day. I yeah. ordered it, like, two, three in the afternoon on a Thursday, and it turned up at 11 a.m. on a Friday wow. in great condition. Yeah, yeah. You know, you wouldn't find anywhere else. Yeah. And, you know, that is, that's the future, yeah. I think. Like, 
The thing is, you, you've again. immortalised your words now in the fact that we've we've put this onto a podcast which will be freely let's, available let's... to download on iTunes and any other good <laughs> podcasting service. So what I would say to everybody is save this episode and 20 years from now when pubs are everywhere and they've made the greatest comeback of all time, laugh in Matthew's face. I'll be laughing laugh in his face. So you'll be <laughs> laughing at a, a corpse. <laughs> Even if he is dead, find his grave and laugh at it. Des- desecrate <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> You have my permission. Get a pint of £9.50 <laughs> carling and yeah. pour it on me. <laughs> All right, nothing could piss my corpse off more yeah. than a £9.50 <laughs> carling being poured out on me. Uh, hyperinflation. <laughs> Every, everything about that would piss me off. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, okay, so last section that we're going to go on to today is overrated beers. So just to give you a little bit of thought, so this is something that we kind of thought about. Um, I'm trying to say that an overrated beer as you kind of attested to at the start of this podcast to explain, it's not a beer we don't like. You know? yeah. It's not like, oh, this is, it's just terrible. Because that's a whole separate podcast of terrible beers. Yeah. You know, but types of beers that you would probably, you can, you'll see in a lot more pubs or like a lot of people drink and it's type of thing they go, oh, this is just like brilliant. And you go, I don't get it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, or like, oh. you, you, I, it's not on the list, so I'll mention it. Otherwise, yeah. what would be the point? But, um, with my dad's quok beer that I got him, yeah. it's a great beer, mostly because it comes in a really cool glass. Yeah. If you just drank that from the bottle, which you should be able to do with any beer, really. Yeah. If you just drank it out of the bottle, you would think, this is a bang average beer. But put it in a really cool glass, you know, allow yeah. it to get all the aromas and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, It looks really cool on Instagram, it looks all that. It is overrated, it's still good, yeah, yeah. but it's um, there's so much of a palaver of setting it all up. Um, and actually, the beer itself is okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we're not talking about beers that are horrible. We're just saying they're yeah. all right. Maybe there's a bit too much presentation. Maybe I don't understand why they're so popular. Maybe they're a bit overrated. Yeah, absolutely. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so what we're going to do after this, so we're going to have a little bit of discussion now, but we will put up on our Facebook page to share your overrated beers, because I would like to hear as many people who Yeah, can. we had, um, eventually, it's, it trickled in, we've actually had quite a good response to people's Desert Island yeah, things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's good that we did our own ones as well, like... Yeah, totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like I said, that's uh, Beer and Biceps, B-E-E-R-N-B-I-C-E-P-S, Beer and Biceps. With the appropriate spacing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which you can go to on Facebook, and, like, do follow us, because we're getting some good kind of beer conversations on there, and, um, well, other bits which we're going on to as well. Um, so, we're going to put this up afterwards, once we do the podcast uh, and like I said we'd love to hear as many of your overrated beers that you can possibly find or argue against some of our overrated beers because I'm sure you will because even though we mentioned a few we of couldn't them come and... up with a list of five that we both can no, exactly <laughs> yeah yeah um, so to kick us off one of the things that you mentioned which I think we un- probably the most universally we could agree on uh, was Grosch yes um, there's a pub opposite my flat that serves Grosch yeah. and because of that I always buy it Yeah. and it's expensive as hell Yeah. but it comes in an amazingly cool bottle with a little pop, yeah. pop um, every glass. time yeah. I see it it immediately reminds me of the adverts of you know Grosch we yeah. only let you drink it when it's ready and he's yeah. got it in like the ice bucket and you just pull it out yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you know, it's like luminescent and it just looks incredible yeah. but if you serve that to me in a regular pint glass I would not enjoy it yeah I, I just think it is all about drinking out of the bottle yeah it's all about how cool the bottle is as a beer it yeah. is bang average more more about the um 
more about the aesthetics of it yeah. than it is the actual massive and that is a big part of it like you know, like, well, yeah, like, cool, cool, cool cans of... Well, I yeah. mentioned my, the Beaver Town Gamma Ray, which I've had, which I'm not going to say is overrated. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, it's wrong. But, like, but the only reason I mainly bought that was the aesthetics of it. It looked cool, yeah. and I went, I'm going to get that's, that That's beer. one of the, the things. And, like, anyone who says that it doesn't matter, like, I always say, like, well, would you drink, like, champagne out of a mug? Mm. You know, that would... It would matter. If you'd bought a £100 bottle of champagne... <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> you say that. Not champagne. But I always remember when, when me and Charlotte went to... Um, uh, we took, like, a holiday just around, like, the UK. And we went to... We'd stayed the night in Portsmouth. Because we were going to go to the Isle of Wight, like, the next day. And it was just the easiest place to be able to get the crossing over. And we went out for a Chinese, I think it was. And then kind of came back. And it was like, oh, we might as well pick ourselves, like... Because um, the... the place we were staying was like beer bin they didn't have a bar so i was buy a bottle of bottle of wine for the way you know like in the room because we can sit around and watch some tv and have a drink and we didn't have any glasses and we were just drinking them out of mugs and that was really weird <laughs> it still was quite nice wine <laughs> you know but not the way fair, it should be drunk like, wine out of a mug there is a sort of a bit of a romance to that because i remember there's, i've seen a bunch of tv shows where people do it yeah so there's a kind of like it like sort of makes me think of Jonathan Creek or something like that, you know, in TV. So that's kind of almost a bad example. But all right, you wouldn't drink tea out of a champagne glass. <laughs> <laughs> Funny sort <story> name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. So knock that off. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah. Controversial, right? Gum. I think that about all Dutch beers. <laughs> well, every single Dutch beer is overrated. A bit. I'll tell you what, when I went to Amsterdam, yeah. they didn't serve those beers at all. Yeah. I didn't see a single... Well, maybe... A, but a, a lot of places like... say that about the countries where that, that's... I mean, I mentioned that... I mean, everybody knows one about Fosters in Australia, don't yeah. they? That, that, like, most of them, they do not drink it, and a lot of people don't even know it exists. I was drinking a beer called, I mean? like, Bavaria when I was there, which I think is... Yeah. I mean, it's named after a German area, but I don't think it is actually yeah. German. Is, K, is it KB? KB? Mm. I think that's one of the big ones. I just though, think, like, what, what the main Dutch beers are, like, Amstel, yeah. Grolsch... Bex, yeah, I, I, I like Heineken, Amstel. which <laughs> Heineken was oh, no, on the list. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, so yeah, I, I still I like I like them all quite a bit. Yeah, but I think they're much more famous than they deserve to be. They are, you know, standard lager. Yeah. There's no nothing really. They're just okay. In fact, I find all of them a bit gassy. Yeah, um, and maybe it's that they're all sort of like I've had them in bad English pubs where they haven't looked after the kegs. But also, but also, I just think they're a bit overrated. Yeah, yeah. They they got very very popular and they're only okay. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> moving on to our next point. <laughs> yeah, next. Heineken. <laughs> yeah. Would well, you want to get into Heineken? Do you want to say what your reasons? Well, are? I feel like I've I've spoiled it. Now, I so, so, so Todd, you tell me why you think Heineken's overrated. <laughs> I don't think it's overrated. <laughs> <laughs> after after your kind of Dutch comment. <laughs> And speaking to Dutch people, mm. um, in fact, none of them listen. I looked at the statistics. Yeah. 135 downloads from Japan. Thank none, you. None from Holland. And yeah. you're nearer, so no excuse. <laughs> and I've been to you. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of good Dutch beers out of there. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're kind of similar to Belgium, so they're underrated in that. They've yeah. got a load of good craft beers coming out and all that sort of stuff. They've got a lot of good no. history. I think what well, you're saying, Hogarden was yeah. like, you know partly done by the Dutch. Yeah. Um, it's just your lagers. <laughs> just sort, just, just the really popular lagers. I'm, yeah. Like, I, I really liked um, a lot of the beers I had there. Yeah. Also, I was 18, so, you know, <laughs> what did I know? Well, I, I mean, I'm not going to go too much into detail on Heineken because, I mean, I could leave that one with yourself, but the one I, I would bring to the mix, and 
it's one I see more and more and more is the Cubanisto rum beer. Um, well, I said I didn't really like the Innocent Gun rum beer. Yeah. So maybe it's just rum-infused maybe, beers. Maybe, yeah. Because uh, the thing is, you see it, it looks cool. The, mm-hmm. the, the design's really cool. It's got, I think it's got a skull on the front. and a, um, Yeah, it does look cool. And then, and when you drink it, it's got a very distinct flavour to it. Um, but I see it in loads and loads and loads and loads of places. And everybody will do what I did, which is stupidly going, oh, I'm going to try that one. And then actually a beer in. It's just not that nice. It's no. like, it's, I mean, it's strong. You know, it, it's got freaking rum in it. It's like the... the. Yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't bring out the best of what I like about rum. No. It doesn't bring out what I like about beer. It kind of... It's just not nice. It's just yeah, not it's nice. It's like having two things, yeah. like, two things you love, like champagne and yeah. tea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Combining yeah. with some kind of drinking vessel. Drinking vessel. <laughs> I think I made that point earlier. Um, yeah, again, I mean, it's the type of thing which, again, if it's there, I'll drink it. Maybe it's... I'm not going to say, okay, I just said, like, it's just not nice. That's a lie. It's okay, but it's... I would have anything else. But I see but I see it in loads and loads of more places. Like, yeah. ev- almost every single pub that I go into now has that. Or they the, I mean, they that could or totally... Like, if people didn't know where we live, they would just go, London. London. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. that's not happening in Sheffield. Well, no, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't have the... Um, the uh, presence of us going to like a small village pub because we just don't have a small village pub. Um, the Not problem yet. with living in a metropolis. <laughs> and you're in Watford, though. That's, that's the dream. That's it, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, and I, I kind of... You shut me down on this one, but and I think I agree with your decision, but um, talking about the tequila beer... Um, Desperado. Desperado. Uh, I do actually think it's quite refreshing. It's quite a nice beer. Um, but I think that spirit-infused beer, that is the only one that I've actually gone, this works really well. Yeah. And I've had another tequila beer one, and I thought it was horrible. And also, it's not even actual tequila in it. Yeah. It's just tequila flavouring. Weird. Very, very strange. And I think, yeah, I'd, it's overrated, definitely. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to bring your other controversial choice up? Got, I, I can't remember what it is. <laughs> Corona. Oh, yeah. Um, again, I like the beer. It's nice. Um, definitely overrated. Um, if there wasn't a lime thing to it, and it didn't yeah. come in a really nice bottle... Nobody would, would drink that. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've never seen it from a draft, and I imagine if I did, it would be bad. Yeah. I don't think I ever have. No, no. because the whole thing is you put it, the lime you, in yeah, it. Yeah, you have it It's the like that quark. It's like, you know, it's the novelty. Yeah. There's a novelty factor to it. Well, it's the whole thing, like, every single time you go to... And it, if, if pubs just serve you the beer... Everyone will... Oh, sorry, you got the line. Or, you know, yeah. Lemon or oh, I don't... I don't <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, um, where we talked about... Did we yeah. talk about that yeah, before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, the... <laughs> uh, was it Lottie promised to... Uh, offered to buy you another one because you didn't have a line. Yeah. And you mistakenly turned that down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, well. <laughs> still, it's still... I wake up at night and I should be sleeping. <laughs> it's because you turned down a free beer. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was the one the other ones wrote down? This is my choice... Fruly, which we mentioned earlier, which mm. you like, I do. But this, this is it's good debate. Um, yes, you're dead to me. <laughs> this is one which I would, I would almost put into the category of. I would just don't. I mean, again, I would drink it if there were no other beers. It's, the thing is, though, it's, I don't. Oh. Fruly and Bacchus are very similar. Like, I don't think so. I feel yeah. that this is this is a nice drink that we're drinking at the moment. <laughs> Fruly is, I to me, I just get it's really sickly. Like, it's really... But 
Is fruity? Is that only strawberry flavour of it, or is there lots uh, of flavours? I assume there's more. But yeah, don't because... hold me to that because I've done no research. <laughs> <laughs> you just gone. I hate fruity. And <laughs> that's that. And I think that stands stands said. Right, next point. <laughs> Do what was amazing about that though? Yeah. Um, we talk about I, yeah. like you, ten, fifteen years ago, you'd go into a pub and you know you'd you'd see the same beers every single time, and we we first saw fruity. In a pub in Harrow, did. the junction, yep. which some of our listeners would have been there, yeah. it was a it was called a screen bar, which is a student bar, and they do like pan a pint night, yeah. and it was essentially a shithole. <laughs> yeah. But it served fruity on tap. Yeah. And like, what was that about? Yeah, because yeah. I don't. The only place I've seen that served it since that to this day, the yeah. only place I've seen that was a Belgian restaurant called Belgos. Yeah. Um, and and that's it. Like, I never see it served anywhere um, except for yeah, Belgos mm. restaurant and. A grotty little pub in Harrow. <laughs> yeah. Which, to be fair, it's much nicer now. But it, is, it yeah, was yeah. weird. Do you know they said brew dog there as well? Actually, yes. Um, yeah. And, like, I have to say, because I used to go there for a drink with when I used to work my old place with my, with my boss uh, at the time. And we would, um, like, he we always went there because not for the, you know, the... the, the ambience? Ambience, yeah, 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 yeah. But because they had... Brewdog, and it's a really nice pint. Like you know, where you got like the, there's the the O'Neills down the road or something, or, yeah. or somewhere else. Or, you know, and you would. I remember. I remember you bought a beer there once, which was off. And the guy was like, "No, it's not." And you just went, "There's no way I'm drinking this beer." Do you know what I mean? And that's happening. It's the only thing I'll stick to my ground on. Like yeah. I, I once went to a Cypriot restaurant, and there was a bit of plastic in. Uh, Lucy's food, and we did not kick up a fuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was actual plastic, like a big jagged edge, and we did not make a fuss. <laughs> Serve me a pint that's off, though, and I'll get furious because yeah. it's a waste of so much money for what it is. Yeah, like, yeah, for yeah. meal, I can just move the plastic and <laughs> yeah, carry, carry on with my day, <laughs> and you know, I'm quite yeah. meek, but with a beer, yeah. I, I've, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah I, I've had that loads of times. Like, there was good. No, it's not. I was like, Drink half a pint of that, and if you can do it, yeah. then I will walk away happily with the rest of that horrible beer. Um, <laughs> and they never can, because nice. it's disgusting. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know what who they're kidding. Like, what, what am I getting out of this? A yeah. free sip? Yeah. <laughs> but, if, but if you do have to go back... Actually, there, that's too, a good they, idea. I'll do that. <laughs> they do serve a really nice pint of brie dog. I want to say give it in that one. Um, right. Cobra beer. Yes. Um... I have a Cobra glass, so I yeah. really wanted to like Cobra beer, but I don't even like... You know, you like it with a curry. I do love it with I a curry. I don't even like it with a curry. Um, I think it is yeah. way too gassy. I think that it's essentially tasteless, and I don't think it has any redeeming qualities except that it can be cold. <laughs> but any beer can be cold. Um, I prefer Kingfisher, Kingfisher's or nice. yeah. they've got another beer called um, Mongoose. Right? Okay. And it's quite clever because um, the Cobra's... <laughs> It's like David Attenborough, but the cobra's natural enemy <laughs> is the mongoose. <laughs> and um, but that's, okay. that's oh, kind of why they did it. Yeah, it's cool. a sort yeah, of yeah. screw you. Cobra, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we're mongooses. <laughs> you know the one I had once at an Indian. I say an Indian. It's not an Indian. It was a Bangladesh restaurant, uh, and it was called Bangla, which was a Bangladesh yeah. uh, lager. Um, and that's bloody lovely. Like it's really really nice. I, I, I could drink that without from the curry. India, yeah, yeah. But, Kingfisher and Cobra have just got the entire market. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah, they do. But I, I, I don't know. The thing with Cobra, I, I like Cobra, but yep. I, I do want him to say get your point with it. Yeah, to be right, fair, I, didn't, I didn't let you add Guinness in, but I think I should have. <laughs> yeah. Because it's a good stout, but 
It's not amazing. It's uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's. My, I mean, I, I, I mean, we've pretty much as a stout. All, all of Ireland, band, all of Ireland have just turned off. Yeah, I mean, but like, mate, do you know what? Go on. Nobody in Ireland listens. Well, there you go. I, I was going to have this out because uh, I've got family living in Ireland. <laughs> you know, I've, I've got people on Facebook. I know that are living yeah. in Ireland right now. None of you are listening. <laughs> Japan, <laughs> yeah. Australia, yeah. like completely different time zones, and they're making the effort. Yeah, come on, Ireland. Fuck your ideas up, Ireland. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, because I like Guinness. But um, I think it's again. I don't dislike it. It's not a beer which I would just go. Oh, uh, uh, you know, I, I will not drink Guinness whatsoever. Yeah. I can drink it, and there's been times I do remember having it when we watched the rugby once, and it went down really, really mm-hmm. well. Then I just it's to me it's just a proper. You go out to St. Patrick's Day, we've all got to get a cup of pints Guinness. Well, no, I don't... The thing is, like, Guinness Extra Cold that. is a travesty of a beer. Yeah. But I see that more often than I see regular Guinness. Like, yeah. you know, where they've actually... What do they do with the red one? Oh, I tried that. <laughs> it was... Do you know what? It was bang average. Did it, it, did it taste it of anything horrible. different? It, like... It was just... It was like a ruby beer. Okay. To be honest, I only tried it once, and it was in O'Neill's and Harrow. Yeah. And, yeah, it was okay, but it was more of a novelty. Um, did, they they, give, they, did they give you a shamrock on the... Uh... Like on, I don't think so. On the head, I don't think so. No, I don't. But no. um, you're asking a lot of me there, Tom, because yeah, <laughs> this was a lot of ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I can, I, I can. It's odd that it became so popular. Yeah. Like, um, don't you hurry me up? <laughs> well, hurry <laughs> up. Take as long as I want. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. had we had podcasts that last one one hour ten minutes. <laughs> well, okay, go on. Finish your point. <laughs> I have none. <laughs> Okay, I hate you. <laughs> well, um, yeah, there you go. So what I would like to say is uh, on Facebook, go on to the uh, Beer and Biceps page because we're going to put this up. We would generally like to hear your overrated beers. Um, or like you said, if you think any of those ones are incorrect, just tell us. But let us know we still think you're wrong because we're right. Um, <laughs> we've, uh, so, so don't bother. <laughs> in fact... <laughs> Um, I, just a couple of things to be able to say. Yes, we've had a thousand uh, downloads. Uh, downloads. So six hundred and thirty-five individual listeners. That's fantastic. And, and seriously, every single person that has listened and has downloaded, thank you. Please get this out there to as many and people. Particularly, as you can. I'd like to thank you, the repeat listeners, because you're the ones that matter. Absolutely. You heard me, Ireland. <laughs> yeah. um, but Your three tell, downloads. <laughs> yeah, tell as many people as you can. Get them to download as us. We need reviews. We really, really would like some reviews on the iTunes uh, site. <laughs> Todd so can't actually um, create any more fake profiles. No, so. exactly. I see. Um, <laughs> Todd Apple with one D, Todd with two Ds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I was like, he's actually got one you say, which is Todd wearing fake moustache. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, but honestly, to only be so far, thank you very, very much. The usual ways you can follow us: Facebook, Beer and Biceps, um, Twitter at Beer and Biceps Pod, and obviously we're still going strong on Instagram, which is Beer and Biceps. Um, what have we got coming up next week? Do we know? Um, it's supposed to be remeasuring, but as I've pointed out, we never did measure yeah. you. Um, so. This is kind of like a free pass at the yeah. moment because everything else is planned out. We've got weeks planned out afterwards. Yeah. But this is kind of the one where we've like it was just said remeasuring. I don't know why I thought that would make an hour's conversation. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so these are his measurements. See you next week. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it's just a reflective period. Um, you know, we talk about what we think's gone well, um, what hasn't gone well, what yeah. we need to improve on, uh, resetting some goals, the importance of doing that. Uh, you know, just. Kind of like a free, uh, a free yeah. session. Yeah. Double PE. <laughs> Double PE. <laughs> During your working hours. Um, and hopefully we'll think up another cool beer thing. Because I'm, I really starting to enjoy these. Yeah, uh, yeah. Definitely. This one was better because we 
we put four minutes worth yeah. of research into it. <laughs> um, either way, I'm going to be in France next week. So yeah, of course. I'm going to have to um, get all next and episode. Uh, exactly, absolutely. But I'm going to try to find some quirky French beers or some out there to report back on. Do you know what this one? There's Cuvée de Troll. Yeah. And I see it all the time on Instagram. Yeah. Um, I imagine that's French. <laughs> Start oh, to look for it. Yeah, if you see it, it's got a picture of a troll on it. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> no, I'll give it a crack. Um, so anyway, I should just say to everybody, again, thank you very much for listening. I hope you yourself have a very good day, an evening, um, whatever you're doing at the moment. Uh, and keep listening. Thanks very much. Bye.